ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار indeed the praise is for allah we praise him we seek his help and we seek his forgiveness We seek refuge with Allah from the evils that are within ourselves and from our bad deeds. Whomsoever Allah guides, no one can lead this person astray. And whomsoever Allah leads astray, then there is no guide for him. I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except for Allah who was alone with our partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the servant of Allah and his last messenger to all of mankind. O you who believe, fear Allah with the right that he should be feared with. And do not die unless you are Muslims. O mankind, fear your Lord who has created you from a single person. and from that person created his mate and from them to scatter countless men and women and fear Allah from who you demand your mutual rights and do not cut off the relations with the wombs that have bore you indeed Allah is a watcher over you all you who believe fear Allah and say that which is correct in order that Allah may rectify for you your deeds and forgive you of your sins and whomsoever obeys Allah and his messenger has achieved a tremendous achievement 
As to what follows, certainly the most truthful speech is the Book of Allah. And the best guidance is the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented matters in the religion. And every newly invented matter in the religion is innovation, and every innovation is going astray, and every going astray is in the hellfire. Abu Huraira radiallahu an, he mentioned, كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يبشر أصحابه فقال قد جاءكم رمضان شهر مبارك افترض الله عليكم سيامه Abu Huraira radiallahu anhi mentioned that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam he used to give the glad tidings to his companions and he would say to them indeed Ramadan has come to you a blessed month a month in which Allah has obligated upon you its fasting. This statement of the Prophet ﷺ establishes the importance of this blessed month of Ramadan. For the Prophet ﷺ used to give the glad tidings to the Muslims that a noble and great time has entered upon them. And this glad tidings to the Muslims of the coming of Ramadan is an indication to the Muslims that this is a time in which we must take the advantage of seeking nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. During this month of Ramadan, it is the opportunity for every Muslim to get stronger in one's faith, to rectify one's affairs, to fix that which is between you and your Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the best way to rectify one's affairs in this month of Ramadan is by fasting in this month for those who have the ability. Because this is what Allah has obligated upon us in this month. And fasting in the month of Ramadan, as we know, is from the foundations of this religion. As we have in the hadith of Jibreel alayhi salam, he said, Ya Muhammad, akhbirni anil Islam. Fakala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Al Islam and Tashad and La ilaha illallah. Wa anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. Wa tuqima sola wa tuqtiya zaka. Wa tasuma Ramadan wa tuhujjal bait. Fakala Jibreel alayhi salam sadaq. 
When Jibreel alayhi salam, he said, O Muhammad, inform me about Al-Islam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he mentioned that Al-Islam is that you testify that none has the right to be worshipped except for Allah. And that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the messenger of Allah. That you establish the prayer and that you give the zakat and that you fast in Ramadan and that you make the pilgrimage to the house. So fasting in the month of Ramadan is one of the pillars of this deen. As we have in another narration where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned Buni al-Islam ala khams. Shahadati an la ilaha illallah wa anna muhammadan rasulullah wa iqam al-salah wa ita'i al-zakah wa hajj al-bayt wa sawmi ramadan. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned that Islam is built upon five. The testimony that none has the right to be worshipped except for Allah. And that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the messenger of Allah. And to establish the prayer and to give the zakat and to make the pilgrimage to the house and to fast in the month of Ramadan. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam has given us the glad tidings of this blessed and noble month. And he has informed us of this great and magnificent act of ibadah which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has obligated upon us in this month. The month of Ramadan. Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions in the Quran, Shahru Ramadan, Alladhi unzila fihi al-Quran, Hudan lil-Nas, Wa bayinatin min al-Huda wal-Furqan, Faman shahida minkum al-Shahra fal-Yasum. The month of Ramadan, In which the Quran was revealed, Guidance for mankind and clarity from the guidance and the criterion between right and wrong. Therefore, whoever from amongst you witnesses the month, then let him fast. Here in this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions the wisdom or the reason why we fast in the month of Ramadan. It is because Allah revealed the Quran to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the month of Ramadan. And specifically, during the night of decree. As Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ Indeed, we revealed the Qur'an during the night of decree. So Ramadan is the month of the Qur'an. And being that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed the Qur'an in the month of Ramadan, he made it obligatory upon the Muslims to fast during this month. So our fasting in this month of Ramadan is an honor for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sending down the Qur'an to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And Allah azza wa jal, He described the Qur'an as being guidance for all of mankind. Allah Azza wa Jal described the Qur'an as being clarity from the guidance. Allah Azza wa Jal, He described the Qur'an as being the criterion 
by which one can distinguish between good and bad, right and wrong, faith and disbelief, monotheism and polytheism, the book of Allah which guides to that which is more upright. As Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions, إِنَّ هَذَا الْقُرْآنِ يَهْدِي لِلَّتِي هِيَ أَقْوَمُ That indeed this Qur'an, it guides to that which is more upright. So along with the fasting during this month, it is a must that we have great concern for the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the opportunity that is given to us to renew our covenant with the book of Allah. How many from amongst the people have not touched the Quran since last Ramadan? Allah Azza wa Jal has allowed you to reach this Ramadan, renew your covenant with the Quran. And perhaps in this Ramadan with your renewal of the covenant with the Quran, you will be consistent upon reading the Qur'an throughout the year and not wait for the next Ramadan to pick up the Qur'an. For no one knows when death will come. For the next Ramadan is not promised to any one of us. So it is upon us to do the best that we can in this Ramadan and continue upon the good after Ramadan is over. As the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned, that the most beloved actions to Allah are those actions which are done consistently even if the actions are small in amount. Ramadan is the month of cultivation. Ramadan is the month of purification of the soul. Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions, قَدَ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا وَقَدَ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا Successful indeed is the one who purifies his soul. And destroyed is the one who corrupts his soul. In the month of Ramadan, we have the opportunity to purify our souls. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned about Ramadan, تُفْتَحْ فِيهِ أَبْوَابُ الْجَنَّةِ وَتُغْلَقْ فِيهِ أَبْوَابُ الْجَحِيمِ That during the month of Ramadan, the doors of paradise are open, or the gates of paradise are open. And during Ramadan, the gates of the hellfire are closed. وَتُغَلُّ الشَّيَاطِينِ and the devils are locked up during this month of Ramadan. This is a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon the believers. That the gates of paradise are opened. And no gate is locked. And the gates of the hellfire are closed and no gate is open. And with that the devils are restrained during this month. And this is a support and an aid for the believers to strive to purify their souls without the major distractions from Iblis and his chiefs of corruption. The Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned, وَيُنَادِ مُنَادٍ 
يا باغي الخير اقبل ويا باغي الشر اقصر that a caller calls out on the first night of Ramadan, O oh, you who desire that which is good, embark upon that which is good. Move forward in doing that which is good. The month of Ramadan is not the month of procrastination. The month of Ramadan is the month of doing good and putting forth effort to purify your soul. The month of Ramadan is not the month of doing evil. For the caller calls out, O oh, you who desire that which is evil, restrain from doing evil. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made Ramadan a blessed month, a month that is full of virtues, a month that is full of forgiveness. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, مَنْ صَامَ رَمَضَانٌ إِيمَانًا وَاحْتِسَابًا غُفِرَ لَهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِهِ That whoever fasts the month of Ramadan out of faith and seeking the reward from Allah, the person is forgiven for his past sins. وَمَنْ قَامَ رَمَضَانٌ إِيمَانًا وَاحْتِسَابًا and whoever stands at night in prayer in the month of Ramadan out of faith and seeking the reward from Allah, he is forgiven for his past sins. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who fast and pray during this month out of faith and seeking the reward أقول قولي هذا أستغفر الله لي ولكم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه يجمعين أما بعد قال الله عز وجل يا أيها الذين آمنوا قتب عليكم الصيام كما قتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions calling upon the believers. Oh, you who believe, fasting has been prescribed upon you just as it was prescribed upon those before you in order that you may attain piety. Here Allah Azza wa Jal, he calls out to the believers, those whom he has favored with iman, informing them that fasting has been obligated upon them. 
just as it was obligated upon the previous nations. Fasting in Ramadan, my noble brothers and sisters, is an act of gratitude to Allah Azza wa Jal. Being thankful to Allah for guiding one to Al-Islam. Being grateful to Allah for the faith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon the individual. And this is how we show gratitude to Allah for allowing us to be Muslims, those who submit to the legislative will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our fasting in Ramadan is a sign of gratitude, a sign of being thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also, our fasting in Ramadan is a proof of our faith. It is the testimony that we are believers, because Allah, He called out, Oh, you who believe. So we prove our iman and establish our iman by fulfilling the commandment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fasting in this month of Ramadan. Fasting Ramadan is ibadah, it is worship. One of the greatest acts of ibadah. As Allah Azza wa Jal not only obligated this ummah, the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam with fasting, but the previous ummah, the previous nations, they were obligated with fasting. And here Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions the aim and the goal behind fasting. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ in order that you may attain taqwa. Our fasting in the month of Ramadan is a fast so that we can attain the piety. And what is a taqwa? Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu an. He asked Ubay, what is taqwa? And Ubay, he mentioned to Umar radiallahu an, have you ever walked upon a path that had thorns? And Umar ibn Khattab, he said, yes. I have walked upon a path where there were thorns. And then he asked Umar, how did you walk? And Umar ibn Khattab, he said, I was very cautious and I was careful and I looked where I put my foot. And this is the taqwa as Ubay he mentioned. Meaning that a person is very careful, he's cautious not to anger Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's cautious not to violate the prohibitions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's mindful that he puts his foot in the right place. This is the taqwa of Allah Azza wa Jal. The fulfillment of the commandments, staying away from the prohibitions, 
striving to follow the example of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This is the taqwa of Allah that can be attained through your fasting in this month of Ramadan. Be mindful not to spoil your fast by not having the taqwa of Allah. Allah Azawajal, He mentions, Ya ayyuhalladina amanu, أَطِيعُوا اللَّهَ وَأَطِيعُوا الرَّسُولِ وَلَا تُبْتِلُوا أَعْمَالَكُمْ O you who believe, obey Allah and obey the Messenger and do not render your deeds null and void. How is this verse relevant to our fast in the month of Ramadan? The Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned, مَنْ لَمْ يَدْعَ قَوْلَ الزُّورِ وَالْعَمَلَ بِهِ وَالْجَهْلِ فَلَيْسَ لِلَّهِ حَاجَ أَنْ يَدْعَ طُعَامَهُ وَشَرَابَهُ أَوْ كَمَا قَالَ صلى الله عليه وسلم The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he mentioned whoever does not abandon speaking with falsehood and whoever does not abandon acting in accordance to falsehood, and whoever does not abandon behaving in a manner that is ignorant, then Allah is not in need of the person abandoning his food and his drink. Fasting, barakallahu fikum, is not just refraining from food and drink, but fasting is greater than that. For fasting entails the abandonment of that which Allah Azza wa Jal has made haram. As the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he mentioned, لَيْسَ السُّيَامِ مِنَ الْأَكْلِ وَالشُّرْبِ That fasting is not just fasting from food and drink. إِنَّمَ السُّيَامِ عَنِ اللَّغْوِ وَرَفَثِ That indeed fasting is fasting from vain and inappropriate speech. This is the true fast. That you fast from that which Allah Azawajal has made haram. As for leaving off food and drink, then this is the easiest aspect of the fast. But the challenge is abandoning that which you desire to do from what Allah Azawajal has made haram. This is the true challenge of the fast. But some people, unfortunately, their fast is only from food and drink. And you find the individual still indulging in inappropriate speech. You find the individual still looking at that which is haram. You find the individual still indulging in transactions that are prohibited in this blessed month of Ramadan. So what did the Prophet ﷺ say? رُبَّ الصَّائِمْ حَذُّهُ مِنْ سِيَامِهِ الْجُوعُ وَالْعَطِشُ Perhaps a fasting person, the only thing that he gets from his fast is hunger and thirst. Meaning he is staying away from food and drink, but he is not staying away from the haram. So as a result of that, he spoils the reward of the fast. And the only thing that he is getting from his fast is hunger and thirst. 
We are fasting almost 16 hours. Don't waste the reward of your fast. Don't be from amongst the people who only get out of their fast hunger and thirst. For almost 16 hours. Rather you want to be from amongst those who fast and you get the reward for your fast. You want to be from amongst those who the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, وَلِسَّائِمْ فَرْحَتَانِ And for the fasting person, there are two times of happiness. فَرْحْ عِنْدَ الْفِطْرَ A happiness at the time he breaks his fast. وَفَرْحْ عِنْدَ الْإِقَاهِ رَبِّهِ بِسَوْمِهِ In a time of happiness, when he meets his Lord with his fast. This is the person you want to be. That when you stand in front of Allah on the day of judgment, you are happy because you fasted for his sake. You fasted seeking the reward from him subhanahu wa ta'ala. You fasted not only from food and drink, but you fasted from the haram. Jabir ibn Abdullah radiallahu an. He mentioned, إِذَا سُمْتْ فَلْيَسُمْ سَمْعُكْ وَبَسُرُكْ وَلِسَانُكْ عَنِ الْكَذِبِ That when you fast, let your hearing fast, and let your eyes fast, and let your tongue fast from lying. وَلَا تَجْعَلْ يَوْمَ سَوْمِكْ وَيَوْمَ فِطْرِقْ سَوَاءْ And do not make your day of fasting and the day that you are not fasting similar to one another. O Muslims, when we fast in Ramadan, there should be an improvement in our behavior an improvement in our practice of this deed, an improvement and an increase in our iman. This is the true fasting. Everything fasts on the body of the Muslim. Not only fasting from food and drink, but your eyes should be fasting from looking at the haram. Your tongue should be fasting from speaking with that which is haram. Your ears should be fasting from listening to that which is haram. Your heart should be fasting, only desiring that which is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And by this, you will attain the taqwa. And when you attain the taqwa of Allah, Allah will love you. Inna allaha yuhibbul muttaqeen. Indeed, Allah, He loves those who have taqwa. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who fast with faith, who fast seeking the reward of Allah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept from us our fast. We ask Allah azza wa jal to protect us from spoiling the reward of our fast. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to receive the full blessings of this month of Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst the people of taqwa. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to free us from the hellfire during this month. 
اقول قولي هذا استغفر الله لي ولكم وسبحانك اللهم وبحمدك اشهد ان لا اله الا انت استغفرك واتوب اليك اقيم الصلاه